0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Time Machine. I'm Mac Davis, along with my two co-hosts, WWE Hall of Famer, holla, holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Holla, Holla, player. And with him, of course, always, every single week, he is a pro wrestling journalist. He's a legendary pro wrestling journalist. Mr. Bill actor, Hey, Bill. Well, thank you. you always say legendary like Lou Albano,
1: used to say, I'm a legend in my own mind, brother.
0: (laughs) Guys, I want to go straight into backlash uh, from uh, this past weekend. I want to talk about some of the surprise appearances that we saw, uh, mainly Savio Vega and Carlito, which I thought was an incredible thing to do for that particular show. Bill, your thoughts? Oh, The whole show was great. Regarding Savio Vega
1: and Carlito, I know that uh, Savio had... uh, uh talk to uh damian priest he and damian are very close and to uh bad bunny and they both wanted him uh they both wanted him here i don't have all all the details on carlito but it was just natural that uh, he would have been there what i got a kick out of in this show was because it was in puerto rico and it was totally the fans were completely completely into this thing but when somebody had someone pinned Usually the fans will go, one, two, but they're yelling, uno, dos. dos. Oh, it it was absolutely great. But the first match with Bianca Belair and Io Sky was a match that actually looked like a shoot. It was that damn good. And both those girls put on an amazing, absolutely amazing match.
0: Yeah, well, I, 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 go ahead, Teddy, I'm sorry.
2: And the thing I wanted to say about that, too, you know, like I said that when I had, a, had that chance to visit the Raw and SmackDown, and I had a chance to look at that young talent there, like Bianca Belair and the girls she worked with there, man. And I could see doing rehearsals and different things that these two girls, you know, not just them, just that whole young entire generation of talent. Mm-hmm that's coming up in the WWE now. These 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 kids want it, man. They're hungry, and they're willing to do the right thing, and they got great attitudes, man. And that's what really means a lot, to have a good attitude. And sure so once those two girls get to work out there in that ring, then you could tell, you know, they were – it was strictly business. You know, we're going to give these people 100%. This is what they paid to see, and we're going to make sure they get their money's worth. Yeah, I got to like,
1: tell it you – like, It was almost like – like I said, it was almost like a, a, a real fight. There were some spots in there that I was like, my God, I don't know what's going on here because these girls yeah, there, was, there was a particular really face,
0: out. There was a face plant uh, that EO Sky took that uh, really scared the hell out of me when I saw that happen because well, the camera angle originally made it look like she went head first into the mat.
2: Well, that's how it should be because, you know, women of, of, you know, now beginning to get that opportunity, you know, that they've been, you know, struggling for for so long. And so they're in there now. And so these women are going to prove to to the wrestling fans and to themselves that they belong there and they're going to do whatever it takes to stay there.
0: I want to be honest with you, too. The uh, That match in particular, on paper, when I first saw it, and Teddy will pop back in a second, he usually pops out and comes back. There he is. (laughs) But uh, the one thing that, uh, on paper, the match did not excite me. And, in fact, I thought, well, I know exactly how this match is going to go. It's just going to be an open match. Okay, fine. It turned out it started a little wonky at first. At first. But right after it got started, man, it built and built. And, Honestly, my opinion, the best match of the night, hands down.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do in professional wrestling. You make you create a story. You start from the bottom and work your way to the top. You know, it's hey. just that simple, man. But a lot of people, they don't get it. And these two girls, they got it. They're getting it.
1: And I didn't want, you know, I said to myself as I was watching this thing, who's gonna be able to follow that match?
0: And then every single match did follow. That yeah. was the great thing about this pay-per-view. Yeah. The pay-per-view to me, honestly, I was more invested in this pay-per-view than WrestleMania. It was that exciting and that fresh feeling.
2: Well, that match that had to follow them, when they were watching it, they already knew, hey, man, yep. we're going to have to step it up. Okay? Keep in mind. But look exactly what they're doing, man. we going to have, my, they might even have to change some stuff. You know
0: what I mean? Well, you know, I think that Bianca and uh, EO Sky, they had to change on the fly a little bit because Bianca was being booed. She wasn't the fan favorite, which is kind of odd, but they took control of the crowd and they handled it the way they should have. It was a perfectly done match. I don't know if they planned on that to be the case, but, uh, you know, the switching of roles real quick in the ring, listening to the fans, made that match.
1: uh, Those fans were made part of that show when you have a crowd like that and you get in the ring your energy your mental and your physical state are raised up so high that you're performing at the highest level you can perform at I talked to Wendy Richter at the uh, 80s wrestling convention and I asked her what she thought about uh, today's women wrestlers and she said they're amazing there's some of them they're just as good as the men and that's the way it should be
0: I agree. And that's the way women women's wrestling always should have been. It should always have been, you know, the, these women are going at it just as hard as the guys are. And I like seeing that because it tells me there's no fear and they're there to compete and not just show, you know, hey, look at me. I'm a pretty thing. You know, that, that kind of just doesn't work for me.
2: Well, that's what I said from the beginning. They're making a statement and they're letting the people know, hey, we're going to we're here to stay.
0: Let's talk about that crowd. As you mentioned, uh, Bill, the the crowd was hot all night long. But yeah, that guy get... in the
1: seventh row. No, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but the uh, the one thing that uh, did, even though the crowd was super hot, it got super emotional as well with Zelina Vega when she hit the ring. What an incredible moment for her!
1: The yes. tears, the tears that she shed when she got in the ring yeah. in front of a hometown crowd. And then when she, you know, everyone thought that maybe in Puerto Rico, they would just uh, give her the victory and maybe change it back the next night. But they didn't. And the heartbreak and the tears with her family there were 100 percent genuine. And I haven't seen a reaction like that, a a real honest reaction like that in the ring in a long time.
0: Teddy, let me ask you, you know, Zelina. Yeah. And let me ask you, you know, when I saw her get in the ring and the emotions were taking over, I mean, to the point she wasn't just crying, she was shaking. I mean, the the emotion was very real. Does that sometimes, can it mess with their heads in the ring where they forget what they got to do?
2: No, I don't think so. I think when that happens, that makes you even better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because now you've got that emotion. You know, you've got the. You know, you're feeling it now. It's it's become real to you. So now you have to really prove yourself. So I think with that right there, it makes it makes it even better. Was there anything
1: else working? It's not working
0: at that point. It's real at that point. Yes,
2: exactly. And that's what that's when people believe when it's real
0: and even if the match would have stunk and it didn't but if the match had stunk that emotional part of the night those fans won't forget nor will Zelina because that moment almost overshadowed i mean overshadowed the match itself
2: well it did yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: it almost it did overshadow the match good thing they had that that's a great backup.
0: Yep. Oh, it was fabulous. Mac,
1: they probably showered after the match.
0: <laughs> hey, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the uh, main event of Backlash. Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes. Ouch. Man, that was a crazy match. Bill, what were your thoughts on that match?
1: Um, the ending surprised a lot of people where uh, Brock had him uh, already Uh, to submit and Cody rolled over a lot of fans though said to me that from a different camera angle that Brock's um, shoulder, one of his shoulders wasn't down. I didn't see that particular angle, but this is the first time we've seen blood in a long time in the WWE. And I'm going to say something that I think to both you and Teddy that I hope this makes sense. But Puerto Rico always had that history of Carlos Colon, Abdullah the Butcher, bloody matches. And this was almost paying homage to to those kind of matches. But it surprised me that uh, Cody came up with the victory because everybody said that, you know, Brock can't lose. And uh, Mm -hmm. just to take it a step further, on Monday Night Raw, um, Brock has now caused Cody... To be eliminated into the world championship, world heavyweight championship tournament, and what he did to Cody on Monday Night Raw this week was terrifying. If you're a wrestling fan and you're really into it, especially younger fans, what Brock did was terrifying. I want to fight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, here's I'm gonna just make it real simple for you guys. If you remember last week, the last thing I told you guys when you asked me about Cody, you know, getting set up for Roman Reigns, the last thing I told you, I said, the only way Cody's going to get any credibility, he has to slip over on Brock. Those were the words I told you. That happened. But now I'd like it even better now because now since, and Brock is a guy just like Chris Jericho, you could beat him, don't mean nothing. He knows how to get his heat back. And he showed you that this past Monday night on Raw, how to get his heat back. But now it's really more interesting now because... Now to the realness of it is Cody shouldn't even worry about uh, Roman Reigns and that title. I'd make it personal now, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, now you want to go after drop after Brock because he's really defamed you, embarrassed you, you know. So that title, you know, you'd want it, but it really doesn't mean anything now. What means something now is for you to get another victory over Brock Lesnar. And what I don't if, know where that's gonna happen, but they're certainly headed in the right direction with those. What games. if
1: yes, Brock Lesnar disrupts everything? in Saudi Arabia at the night of champions, and he winds up somehow with that belt.
0: We're going to talk about that in a little bit, so well, let's, let's not go there quite yet.
2: <laughs> well, like I said, that's that's a possibility, and I like that, Bill. That's really good. Now you've really got Cody for somebody to chase now, chase Brock instead of Roman.
0: And it brings up a lot of problems at the same time. And I'm going to talk about that uh, in just a few minutes. But real quick, let's finish talking about Monday Night Raw real fast, about some of the things that did take place. Of course, Brock Lesnar beating down Cody. I thought it was a great thing because – You didn't see that coming, really, Uh, any more than you saw Brock, you know, turning on Cody. I didn't see that feud extending anymore. I thought it was over with. So bringing Brock back in was a great surprise. It actually shocked me a little bit. I was like, whoa, whoa. You
2: you, got to see that. You can't expect a guy to slip over on Brock and Brock not come back. After yeah,
0: and he came back pissed too, man. Man, he was yeah. mad. <laughs>
2: yeah, the only only way Brock wouldn't come back is Brock was leaving the territory, and he just put Cody over and just, and leaving strong.
0: Yep. Now I'm hearing, Bill. Have, have you heard any rumors to this uh, that uh, this mate we're getting close to the Brock's uh, final run? No, I have not heard that. You have all. not I heard think, that. Okay. I think Brock is in this for the long
1: run. When he wants to work, if they need him. Since he's, you know, he's not going to be there for like six months or he's not on tour doing these spot shows or anything. I think he's having a great time doing this stuff.
2: Well, he's not full time. Right. You know what I mean? He's, the, you know, he's whenever you need me, you know, pick up the phone.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that's and the way I like the superstars. he's money. He's money. Yeah. Right. And but at money. the same time, you're not overexposed. And that way you are something special when you do show up. And that's something that the territories did really well in the old days that I like to see kind of brought into today's wrestling. If you got somebody hot like Roman Reigns, let him run a story pretty hot for a while, take him off the air for a while, bring him back in when he's fresh again, keep him fresh in the surprise so that fans are always excited to see him when they show up.
1: Did you notice how almost cocky, Cody was on yep. Monday Night Raw, so you know this is it. I beat Brock Lesnar, okay. And little did anyone know that Brock Lesnar was going to come in and kick great. Cody's. That,
2: butt. that that's exactly how it's supposed to be. That's change yes. of the Attitude Era. That's exactly right. how it's supposed to be. And right. I'm telling you, they, yeah. I, I'm enjoying the
0: shows now. They're oh yes,
2: that, that everything means something now. There's a there's, they're telling a story.
1: Well, you have to wait for the unexpected.
2: Yeah. last right. night everything or the other night on Raw. Everything in wrestling is unpredictable, anyway. Yes.
0: Well, it better be. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it's no fun to watch. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a break right here, and then uh, we're gonna come back in with the second part of this. You know, of course, you're gonna cut it wherever you want, but because uh, I think I've seen something go up every night for the last week, it seems like.
1: <laughs> Let's Eddie, see. Matt, you want to yes. talk about my uh, do a quick segment on because. Uh, Raju is dying for like an interview with Sid, which I don't think is going to happen because he didn't Mm -hmm. really want to do it. But if you want to bring the topic up, I will say that I talked to him and give the information because Raju wants uh, something about Sid Vicious.
0: Okay. That's fine. All right, here we go. Coming down in three, two. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Wrestling Time Machine. I'm Mac Davis, along with legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Aptor and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. Hey, guys. Holla, player. Uh, I want to bring up something before we uh, move on, and that is Sid Vicious. There's been a lot of tweets and things going around that supposedly, uh, you know, Sid has been saying, I'm not so sure. Bill, have you heard anything about this? Yeah, well, well, there was a tweet out there that
1: made me think this can't be him. All right. He tweeted that he thinks Sasha Banks is not talented. Okay. Yeah. The first thing that I know about Sid is he's a good old country boy. He's not into social media. So uh, recently at the 80s Wrestling Con, uh, I bumped into one of Sid's uh, best friends, Downtown Bruno. Teddy, you know, Downtown Bruno very well. And I said, I've been trying to get a hold of Sid, and his number's been busy. He says, well, uh, here's his cell phone number. And I ta- I called Sid. And he's, he's not nuts about doing any interviews. And I said, well, you know, you're knocking Sasha Banks online. He said, whoa, whoa. He says, I once said something about Kevin Nash that somebody put online. that got me into it. A- I don't do this tweets. I don't do any of this other stuff. Whoever said anything about me knowing Sasha Banks or whatever, that is not me. That is not my Twitter. So um, I said to him, well, maybe we could hook up and do an interview. He said, well, you can give me a call next week. I can't promise you anything. And I said, well, what are you doing these days? He says, Bill, I got a family life right now. I'm I'm taking care of my family. I've got uh, uh, my grandkids and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm pretty much... uh, uh, I just don't want to do any of this social media stuff. It really bothers me what people come out and say about me and do. I don't need it. I just want to block it out of my mind. So it's not his Twitter. So
0: he doesn't so don't know. Don't get mad at is. Sid because Sid's not the one tweeting.
1: No, yeah. no. And like, Bruno, like downtown Bruno told me, he says, the guy's not into that thing. He doesn't even know if he knows how to do the technology or whatever. Ugh. But he was Good. very polite, very nice to me. And it was so, just good to talk to him.
2: Well, it's the same thing that happened to me. Somebody hacked my Twitter and started blocking all my friends on Twitter. People calling me and to know why did I block them. I didn't block them. It wasn't me. No. But it was some, some guy that was pissed off because I probably blocked them. That's my Twitter. That's my. Yep. Th- I can if I don't want to be bothered with you, I can block you. Why are you mad at me for just not being your friend? I don't want to be your friend. That's,
1: that's- wait wait, wait yeah. a minute, Teddy. Those rotten things you said about me was not you.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell him what you mean, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy,
1: you knew Sid like really well too. What, well, what,
2: yeah, what? we uh, we, you know, I, when I managed him in Five with the skyscrapers, you know, we yeah. traveled for a little bit, you know, so. All I don't care about Sid. You know, he Sid is Sid. Okay, Sid had, has his moments. <laughs> you know, Why, why do you so, think
1: but, he hung him up? Why why do you think he doesn't come out and do, he doesn't do conventions, he doesn't do...
2: Well, I, I have no idea. I did see him at one. I saw him at a WrestleCade one time. I made two, three years ago. I did see him at one of those. But maybe he doesn't want to do them. I, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. he doesn't need the
0: money. Well, let me ask you, Is I always kind of saw Sid a little bit like Goldberg, where they're... Maybe they're not invested into wrestling as much as some other people. Is, that, is Sid and Goldberg about the same on that level?
2: Well, here's the thing, man. You know, to do these conventions, you know, that's money. Yeah. Now, if a guy doesn't, maybe, like I said, maybe Sid doesn't need the money. But my thing is this. I don't know no man in the world that has enough money. So, I, you know what I'm saying? So, if somebody's going to pay you to come and do a convention, and my thing I like doing it because I like meeting the fans. I like, you yeah. know, interacting with the people. Yeah. You know, I, enjoy, I also have a good time out there. So, like I said, maybe Sid, you know, he just don't want to be bothered with it. So, if but, that's his deal, that's his deal.
0: Keep one thing in mind. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> As he holds up a $1 bill. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get a shake of a hip at the dance club for that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Yeah.
1: I, I miss, I think the, the Sid, when he was at – the highest peak of his career Sid against Roman Reigns would have been a hell of a match. Two of the toughest guys ever in the business. I could uh, tell you, what would your Sid dream match be if it was guys today? Goldberg. Okay.
2: Yeah. All right. Sid and Goldberg.
1: Well, Sid in his prime and Goldberg in his prime.
2: well, you know, it, it, I, I don't think it'd get no better than that. Both of them got great bodies. They, you know, in their prime, they look great. And they both are monsters. So I'm telling you, yeah. I think it, that would be really the dream match.
1: Yeah, if you had a guy on the WWE roster right now to and Sid was in his prime, who would that be? Who would you think?
2: Um, uh, Golly, man, that's kind of hard. Uh, probably uh, Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah. That's, oh, yes. Or even Drew McIntyre.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, If if Drew's still with WWE,
1: oh, I, I don't right. think he's going anywhere.
0: Yep. Um, Guys, I want to bring up something from our last show that uh, got a lot of attention, and uh, and quite honestly, it's also become uh, even more confusing in the last week. The World Heavyweight Championship with WWE, the new uh, title that they have brought out. I I want to clarify, because we talked about this last week, and a lot of people were trying to correct us on different things, so let, let me go through this. The Raw and SmackDown Universal Championships, Roman Reigns is now currently holding those titles, correct? Well, sort of. It's just
1: called the Universal Championship right now. They don't really... Separate. They don't say it's the Raw and SmackDown titles. They just call it the Universal Championship.
0: Why haven't they taken that title instead of him carrying around two belts, just carry one? He's carrying the red belt and the blue belt. Looks more impressive.
2: Yeah, you got to represent, if you're representing both titles, you got to have both of them on you. Yeah, it's universal.
0: All right, he unified those belts by defeating Brock Lesnar, correct? At WrestleMania 38. Okay. The new World Heavyweight Championship will be defended exclusively under the Raw brand. Mm-hmm. All right. The idea of two belts for one, one for SmackDown and one for Raw makes sense. I get that. But they aren't treating. As two different brands. I don't care what they say
1: anymore, Mac. It doesn't exist. It's just the Universal Championship. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll just come out with a new belt that's the WWE Universal Championship. But
0: but, But that's not what I'm trying to get to. What I'm trying to get to is we have two different brands. If there is a Raw brand and a SmackDown brand and they're separate and remain separate, I understand a title on each show. But if you're going to cross your players from one show to the other, why is there two WWE titles? To me, if you're going to stay on the brand split, I'm all for it. But if you're going to cross back and forth with talent, it makes zero sense.
2: Well, it makes zero sense to you. The thing times have changed, Mac. That's what I keep trying to tell you. They don't do it old school way no more. You know, and that's what all we know, and that's what drives us nuts when we see stuff. And we know that it should be this way. It just the, the, the business has changed, man.
0: So uh, again, they may
2: do a
1: whole thing, they may do yeah. a whole thing where they recognize that and they put put the uh, uh the raw title on uh, may perhaps a uh, as a secondary title and they have a little tournament for that and same thing on the smack smack. Well, since well, Roman Reigns is on the on Smackdown. the SmackDown
2: brand. And I'll, and I'll give you a perfect example, Matt. Because now, like sometimes you see raw open up, you know, you may have 10 minutes worth of talking. I remember back in the day, I remember them saying, now, nah, we don't want all that talking. We open up with a match, get the people up, and we keep rolling. You could, ain't no way you would get out there and talk 10 or 15 minutes. Right? Yeah. No way. They, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't be put up with it. But now, you see what I'm saying? It's different. And like I said, I think sometimes it's a little bit too long. It's too much talking. But, you know, I'm not in control of that. The people that yeah. call the shots, they're in control of that. So... What we have to do now, man, we have to just change with the times. You know, I, I, don't
1: think people can't, Mac, I don't think that the wrestling fan even looks at him holding the two belts. They're just saying he's the universal champion. Yeah, they've, they've written okay, it but, out of their minds at this point. He's the universal champion. All
0: right, well, let so me ask you a question then. Let's say that Brock, and you brought this up a while ago, let's say I love doing this. Let's say that Brock goes to Raw. Okay, because he can go anywhere he wants to go. That's correct. He goes to Raw, and he wins the new World Heavyweight Championship and then decides, I'm going to SmackDown. That leaves Raw without a title holder.
2: Well, he takes the title winning straight over to SmackDown. So yeah. what does
0: Raw have to, uh, the, to actually? He Raw comes back a story to next to week. Tell.
2: Raw, Raw yeah. has a story to tell now. Raw has to yeah. figure out now how to get Brock and the title back.
1: Well, but no, Brock may come back in two weeks after that because it's it's open season on everyone because it's he's
2: free agent. He can well, go to either brand what? defend and, it. And you're exactly right, Bill. He he free agent, he represents both brands.
0: Yeah. All right, so well, why doesn't Roman Reigns get uh, that opportunity?
2: Because he's not Brock Lesnar. That's right.
0: All right, let, let me bring up one more thing then. And and, and this I'll stop at after this. <laughs> Here here's my question though, and it's, it's it's a serious question. Which title is considered the title, the championship of all championships in WWE?
1: Got to be the World Heavyweight Championship, the Universal Champion can so be So
0: Roman Reigns coming up on 1000 days actually means nothing now. No,
1: that's not true. That's not true. That comes on as a secondary title, just like the Intercontinental belt used to be the secondary title.
0: So his titles are going to get demoted. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I don't think so. I just think it's...
0: it's. Teddy, what are your thoughts? What title would be the title?
2: I'm going to give you a real simple answer here. WWE, World yeah. Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> I'm done.
0: I'm, I'm telling you folks if you're listening you're wondering the same thing have questions leave them down below because after our last show was quite uh, comical I started getting stuff people saying no 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 this belt means this and this is that and they were saying we were all wrong but the, the whole thing got to be really confusing and as a matter of fact just this afternoon somebody had told me that uh, Dave LaGreca and Busted Open this morning uh, had a big show about this uh, very issue uh, That they were confused because there have been mixed messages coming from WWE about what this title will and won't do. Originally, it was only going to be on the raw brand. Nobody else can compete for it unless you're on the raw brand. Well, now they're want, kind of combining.
2: Well, we want you confused. If you're not confused, then you don't watch. Well, right. hell, they love me because
0: I'm confused always. Mac, well, yeah, I if, think, you,
2: if you're not confused, then you're not going to watch the product. If you already it. know, you to, then why turn on your TV?
1: Yep. Yeah, you want to clear up the confusion, but I think, and this is nothing I know, that they will have a universal championship belt made for Roman Reigns. That's yes. what I think.
2: Well, well like I said, as well as, as well as all of us, the wrestling business is unpredictable. Look I what we're know. doing!
1: This is why we love this, and this is why we're watching it every week. Yeah, because it's true. it's kind of it's compelling.
2: That's why we're, we're all sitting here retarded. Yep. You have no
0: idea. <laughs> By the way, I want to say thank you to Hip Hop Lounge on YouTube, uh, who actually sent me the information about what each belt was specifically. <laughs> so thanks for that information. Uh, I appreciate did, that. Now they
2: sent you I, something else from the Hip Hop Lounge. You're just <laughs> telling us about that. Yeah, you, got a, you got another gift. You just ain't telling us about
0: it. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't even know what Hip Hop Lounge is, but I appreciate you leaving it? a message. Uh, well,
2: if you know about the boom boom room is just I, like the hip
0: hop lounge oh hey okay I like the boom boom room great dancers there Bill <laughs> <laughs> anything coming up for you before we close out uh, um, no only
2: thing coming up this weekend man I'm, I I'm said sorry, Bill what is happen. your
0: name wait 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 I said Bill what's your name Billy really? <laughs> <laughs> thank you Bill <laughs> Y'all did that to me last week. It's <laughs> Go ahead, called,
2: called MR. And I'll <laughs> leave that with you, Matt. <laughs> I'm
1: up. Um, I've got, I'm negotiating for a couple of uh, uh, conventions coming up. I have a, uh, uh, several uh, birthday parties of families uh, coming up. Gifts are accepted. And uh
0: Oh. I, I don't know what's happening to this show. It went off the rails a few minutes ago. So. <laughs> okay. But I do want to mention this. Teddy and I will be at the SICW Big Fan oh. Fest in St. Louis, Missouri. Going to be a whole lot of people there. I'm talking about 50, near 50 superstars will be on hand where you can get pictures, autographs, merchandise. Teddy and I will be there with Road Trip After Hours, our YouTube show on Fridays. And uh, should be a whole lot of fun. Want to get tickets and join us? go to sicw.org and also, anything else guys
2: uh, mac mac yep. i want to mention too you know let the fans know that we're all going to be there with the road trip Half hour show and we're going to be alive and we're going to be interviewing some of the fans there and talking to them and we're going to be making sure that we make them a part of our podcast
0: yeah we're going to have a great time we hope you'll join us for that and my my uh my uh,
2: we we have a big family event
1: um Actually, it's my wedding anniversary. And rather than dying at the hands of a frying pan over my head, uh, (laughs) I will not be able to uh, be there in person, but I will be there in spirit. You will see.
0: Well, uh, let me say this happy anniversary to you and your wife. How many years now, Bill? uh, A lot. I know exactly what you mean.
2: (laughs) Well, no, we want a number, Bill. I want to know exactly how.
1: Marriage is a wonderful institution. You ask any man, we'll put him in an institution. And he'll tell you. And we're going on. on forty years of uh, wedded arguing. Arguing,
2: yes. Well, congratulations. I had thir- I had the chance to experience thirty-three years of that. So you yes. know it was, and it wasn't. It, you know it's rough, rough and rocky, but I enjoyed every minute of
0: it. Damn, y'all, some old farts. Yeah, we're We, we, <laughs> we, we I knew it. something stunk here, <laughs> so, hey. guys. That's it. We're out of time. I'm Mac Davis. That's legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, yes. along with WWE Hall of Famer and my tag team partner, Mister Teddy Long. See ya.
2: Oh yeah. That's it, guys. <laughs> that
0: was, that was
1: you know what we didn't do though? What's that? Why don't we do? A, I don't know if you want to do this. You want to touch on the. Uh, uh, that Chavo Guerrero interview that I did—it's got like hundred twenty-five thousand views or thousand views, hundred twenty-five
0: thousand. Let's Do just we want... save it. What's yeah, that? We'll, Let's yeah, yeah, we'll a... save it for next week and we can talk about that. I, I forgot all about that, Bill. But yeah, yeah I've already. Now, the...
2: We can bring that up right at the beginning of next week, and so we okay. get it all in. Yeah, right.
0: stuffed stuck that in my face. He said
1: you thought we did it too late, right? I said, well, we would have had two hundred thousand views.
0: But I still believe that. I still it, believe that. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, y'all have a great day. I all love right, you man. Thank you, Bill. Thank way. you, Mac. Thank
1: you, Teddy. And you too, Mac. I love your new background.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. It's all fabric. No, no, it's really good.
1: Hey, is- Mac Davis here.
0: I love doing <laughs> invitation. Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm going to play around with this light, uh, before our next, uh, before our next foray. Yeah, day. I'm.
0: I'm yeah, after I saw it turned on. I may, I may buy one because I've seen them in the Walmart and right. I'm like I need to get that's that. I, that's,
1: that's where I bought it.
0: Yeah, because you, you can really change a light the light on the toys.
1: side here where you could um, move the intensity.